We got married. Is that seriously how we're starting this? No, I would never do that. Oh. Hello and welcome to episode 122 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast where we talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. Today is Saturday April 23rd, the year of our Lord, 2016, and I am Jeremy Holmes. I am joined by my delightful, wonderful, lovely partner in crime and in life and in love, Christina Weiss. Hello. Hello, Christy. (laughs) It's been a while. It has. Do you remember how to do this podcasting thing, do you think? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Getting back into the swing of a... We might have lost all of our listeners all, and I'll just make it worse. All things pod for you. But um, so you guys, a lot's transpired since the last time we were all gathered here together. Because Christy and I gathered here together <laughs> and we became one. We became a three chord strand that could never be broken. <laughs> Are you familiar with that no. analogy? Is this some Christian thing? I think it's a Bible thing. Like Uh, they take, they give you like a string and they're like, try and break this and you can't, you you can break it really easily. And another Mm. one can't do it. Another one can't do it. But then the three of them braided together, super strong. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's like you and God and your wife or maybe the father gun and the, oh man, it's been a while. I'm a little rusty (laughs) and uh, apparently I don't remember how to be a pastor anymore. So anyway, you guys, uh, we've got a fun and exciting show for you today. Of course, we're we're probably going to recap some some of the wedding shenanigans and <laughs> the goings on before and after because um, it's been fun. We've got some follow up files. Uh, there's a very special selfie story that I've been sitting on for a long time because I want to talk to Chrissy about it. I want to see what she has to say. I want to check in with her about what we talked about on the lap- last episode of um, email debt forgiveness day and see what her uh, email woes may have been. Christie's got a very special drone strike, I guess, <laughs> against it, involving some lingerie. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I found a wedding that made me question everything about ours, and um, maybe some space news. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, we've got f- lots of fun and exciting things in store, but uh, I guess let's just jump right into it. What do you say? Doing okay over there. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Did you hear anything I just said? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, so, Christy. Jeremy. Let's, let's just get it out of the way. Let's okay. talk about the elephant in the living room, as it were. Okay. Is it the elephant in the living room? Or is well, it... it's the elephant in the room. I always get my sayings wrong. <laughs> well, that wouldn't <laughs> A be. A rising tide floats all elephants. <laughs> I believe it was Ronald Reagan that said that. <laughs> huh? Probably. Anyway. Uh, we got married. Yes, we did. Are you regretting it yet? Mm, after this week, a little. <laughs> Why? You, you missed podcasting? We, unfortunately, we signed the papers across the street from a post office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Papa Q deposited it 
right away. Yeah. The ink was still wet. Yeah. So, uh, April 8th, the year yes. of our Lord, 2016. Yes. 4816. We um, were joined together in holy matrimony as one. <laughs> we met, uh, had a lovely little ceremony down on the waterfront here in the beautiful Bay City of Edmonds, Edmonds. Washington. And um, it was it was great, right? Yeah, it was a beautiful day. We it have... was a little risky to do an outdoor <laughs> wedding in April in yeah. Seattle. We met with, uh, you know, there was just a small group of probably about 20 people. Yeah. And it was, I think it was fun. I mean, so there was co- some concerns about our mothers, both yeah, your mother both... and my mother. Yeah. There was some concern that maybe you were going to have to throw one of or both of them into yes. the ocean. I was very much planning that. That didn't I happen. I think that... Um, between me and my sister and Jessica, we would have fought over who mm-hmm. got to push who in. Mm-hmm. So that would have been exciting. I was, I was looking forward to it, not because I wanted to throw anybody into the ocean, <laughs> but because I really wanted like a use case for the Shark Tank business or the, the business that I'd pitched <laughs> earlier in the a, f- a few episodes ago, specifically for weddings or holiday events, mm-hmm. uh, Boundaries Are Us. Yes. Where we help work with you to help you enforce healthy boundaries with your family yes. or in, in challenging times such as weddings. But um but yeah, I mean it was it was pretty Yeah, on my first wedding my mom was pretty did a lot of inappropriate things. Mm-hmm. So I just kinda kept her at arm's length at this one. <laughs> which I highly recommend to anyone getting married. To keep your just mom like, at arm's length? Yeah, just tell her like a couple of days before it happens. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we should follow up. Your mom did not wear a gray dress. <laughs> she did not wear a dress that matched yours. No. And no. besides having a stink face for most of the wedding. Yeah. It was cold it was and windy. Good. It might have been. It, it been might have been the weather. Maybe there could've was something in her eye. Could have been that there was a gay internet pastor doing the, <laughs> doing the ceremony. A gay internet pastor. Yeah. My dad. Oh, he was a pastor of the internet. Yes, yeah. we were married by Christina's father. Yes, one of my dads. Who is a gay man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was good, though. Um, but so the wedding was good. I mean, really uneventful. The, the, the biggest news is that there is no news. <laughs> I think that we were all a little surprised by that. But it was fun. It was, um, it was, it was a precious time. It was a really time. fun day. Jessica took me out for girls' lunch. Yeah. And pedicures and manicures mm-hmm. and then some of my friends met me and we had magic happy hour yeah and christy's dad gave me one of the i think probably the best wedding gift that anybody could have ever given me What's that? which is um well first of all he filmed our entire like the yeah. whole day like the whole friday afternoon <laughs> which was fantastic we were walking around and uh, he was like following us <laughs> Not so your other dad, not the yeah. one that married us, but okay. his husband. Yeah. His name is Papa Q. Can Papa we say Q. that? Yeah. We should plug his podcast, but I don't know how to pronounce we it don't because know it's in Korean. It. Yeah. Um, but it, anyway, it's yeah. it's amazing. And it's not under the name Papa Q. Yeah. He's a, we can link it. He's a Korean pop star. Pop star. Yes. And he has a podcast that's just amazing. I don't understand anything that he's saying, but it's just him talking really loudly in Korean and some amazing music. And it's it's just uh it's magical. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So um he was kind enough to videotape the whole day for us to videotape the wedding and everything. He was holding like 
he was holding like six cameras all at mm-hmm. once and taking still photos and video all at the same time. And at one point during the ceremony, he actually fell over. And so on the video that he produced for us, and maybe I'll make it the show picture for this. So go to <laughs> yeah. go to nerdoutloudpod.com and you'll be able to see the picture in all of its glory. But there's a freeze frame from our wedding, our whole video of the actual wedding where he falls he's fallen backwards while he's filming and so you see my daughter and me and christy's torso and then his both of his feet (laughs) sticking straight up in the air and thanks to phil fletcher for capturing that magic which but if he would have been a couple inches further he would have fallen into the rocks he would have fallen well yeah or into into the water yeah which it was it was a cold day for that but uh (laughs) but uh, so that was fantastic and um what's the other thing that i was gonna say oh the other highlight uh for me anyway was that your um your wedding vows mm-hmm. were writ- written entirely out of tv theme songs correct right? did you know any of them i knew like about half of them i yeah. mean i think that i maybe we need to share your vows somehow if that's <laughs> okay. something that you would be comfortable doing okay sure i mean would you be comfortable with that sure maybe we'll put them in the show post as well would you mind okay i think because i think that it really needs to be Public? Uh, well, people need to be able to see it to really appreciate how magical it was. Because it was... <laughs> well, the funny part is, like, you didn't watch TV growing up. I, I did not watch Star a lot Trek, of TV. Right? Yeah, Star I watched Trek. a lot of Star Trek. So I knew that there would probably, of the 20, there would probably be about five people that knew yeah. that. Yeah. What, what I was saying and that it wasn't whatever. And so for those five people, it was funny. Yeah. But it was great. Yeah. I liked it. So it's fun. Um, the thing that, like, probably... Well, and you should say your vows made everybody cry. What? Like, what? They were so... Oh. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was... Sentimental, and I it think was that so that great. was one of the things that I loved, actually, was kind of like... Because I was asking for your tutelage to a certain... I was just... I, I When we were writing our own vows, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, what do I... Can you give me some direction? Like, not tell me what to write, yeah. but, like, can you give me, like, some ob- objectives? Are we trying to be funny? Are we trying to be entertaining or mm-hmm. whatever? And you just didn't really give – you just kind of said, do whatever. Yeah. So I, I I, just did whatever. Now, granted, I might have been a little emotional because I was writing these while some historic space news was happening. <laughs> so, like, the emotions were already flaring. Like, I was – So you were really, was, like, I was writing crying. it to SpaceX, not I was not crying. <laughs> I was crying when I read them or when I, when I wrote them. Uh, I'm not sure if I was crying, like, because of the vows or because of the other thing. Either way, I mean, I think the emotion <laughs> came through. But it was I, – I thought it was fun. I, I – um, I enjoyed how it went. And we'll talk about the space news thing. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry, Christy, because I, I know was. you're wondering, what was he talking about this crazy space situation? Um, so we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But uh, but probably one of the coolest things was that we kind of at the last minute decided to decided to, to uh, go on like a, a mini moon, I guess. <laughs> That's what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to I don't want to call it a honeymoon because. I mean, it would be pretty short, I guess, for a yeah. honeymoon, probably. Maybe it was, I guess it was a honeymoon. Well, I think this is like a new thing that people do um, because you're so stressed from the wedding mm-hmm. that you need to just get away. But sometimes mm-hmm. taking a whole week or seven days or I'm yeah. sorry, a whole week or two weeks or something 
isn't feasible. And then also now a big thing is to register for your honeymoon. And usually you don't get that money until after the wedding. So I think that this is a thing. It was a, I just was calling it a mini moon. It was super cheap. Yeah. Um, and we just were gone for what four days? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah and I mean, I, I, you wanted it to be a surprise. You didn't yes. tell me at all where we were going, and I thought we were just going to go to like the coast or something mm-hmm. for a couple of days. Um, and the day before we left, you were like, "Oh, I do have to tell you one thing. You need to, excuse me, you need to pack to be on an airplane, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. you should probably no liquids. You should probably bring some shorts. Well, there's two reasons for that. One, I didn't want you to pack liquids. I yeah. don't know how often you do, um, but well, not not in a while. <laughs> and secondly, we had to leave to go to the airport at three mm. o'clock in the morning. And yeah, we had we, to be at the airport at four a.m. I think. And you thought we were driving to the Oregon coast or to Canada, and so <laughs> I could just see you saying, "We don't need to be up this early. Let's just sleep in. Yeah. We'll just leave it. We'll leave later." And I <laughs> we couldn't do that, so I had to tell you we were flying somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you actually didn't know until we I didn't know in. at all. Yeah, I didn't know at all until we had we got we ended up staying at a hotel because I mean, long story short, it was actually cheaper to stay at this hotel and get their free shuttle to the airport than to have to pay for parking mm-hmm. <laughs> for the entire time we yeah. were gone. So we stayed at this hotel Friday night after our wedding. We got there at eleven thirty. We had to get up at three, be mm-hmm. to the shuttle at the hotel by three thirty. We got to the airport before four. Yeah. And we were through security by like 4.15 or 4.30. And we got on a plane and we, uh, that once we checked in, that's when I knew where we were going. I saw that we were flying to LAX. Mm-hmm. And at that point, um, I immediately started thinking like, okay, who do I know in LA? Like, <laughs> I want to see this person. I want to see this person. Uh, I want to go see the space shuttle. And I'm trying to think, okay, this is all the stuff that I'd want to do in LA. And I, so I was kind of trying to plan out how long mm-hmm. we were going to be there and figure out like, okay, what's a way that I can approach Christy about uh, going to see a space shuttle on what is basically <laughs> our honeymoon? Uh, because that's probably not something that she would choose to do normally. <laughs> so mm-hmm. how am I going to approach this? I have a friend. I have a friend that lives in California and I don't, I don't want to say her name because I, I don't know if she's comfortable with that, but okay. um, I have a friend that, I met through Twitter that lives in California that I've been friends with for since before I knew you, I think like five years, probably mm-hmm. I've known this lady and we talk almost every day. I've only met her in real life once. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I like really want to see this person. Like maybe she was, she was actually at supposed to come to the wedding, supposed to fly up and come yeah. to the wedding, but ended up not being able to at the last minute. And so we get down there and, uh, and I'm like, so I'm like texting her and I was like, okay, we're going to LA. And she's like, what, dude, I can't hang out. Like I have this work thing, whatever. Same reason I couldn't come up for the wedding. And I was like, okay, oh, well, I'm still going to like, I'm still going to try and figure out a way to make this work. Like mm-hmm. we're going to at least get coffee or something. Like I'm not flying all the way down to LA yeah. and not at least seeing you. And so we get to LA and we landed in LA before we would have been out of bed on a normal Saturday morning. Like we landed it at like eight 15 on Saturday morning. And so we had the whole day in front of us and we get our, go get our rental car and we start driving somewhere and you're like, just giving me instructions to drive to this restaurant. She's like, Mm -hmm. first thing on the docket, we're going to breakfast at this place. And so we walk into the breakfast and my, this friend of mine is there (laughs) sitting at the restaurant. 
and I like kind of freaked out. Like I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know what to do, but, and it turns out that as I had been texting her saying like, Oh my gosh, we're coming to LA. I got to figure this out. Uh, like we're going to at least get coffee or whatever. I just need to figure out how I'm going to talk to Christy about it. She's like sending screenshots yeah. of these texts to you. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> and Turkey. You you at one point were like, oh, we should try to meet, or she's she says that she can't meet up with us, and I was just like, oh, that's too bad. Meanwhile, I'm trying really hard not to laugh because she's sending me all the things that you're saying to her. <laughs> and I had arranged that. What did we decide? The end of March, like two yeah. weeks before. Yeah, that was a while ago. So you'd been planning that for a long time. Yeah. Then the next thing we went to go do is again, you wouldn't tell me. <laughs> yeah. We drive. We drove out to try to go but see the space shuttle. But because you can't ever not do a secret when we were stuck in traffic, you were googling like the streets. Well, no, I mean I was just looking around and kind of starting to see signs <laughs> for the California <laughs> Science Center, and they had a big space shuttle on them. So, but like, Jesus made us not go. That yeah, day. yeah. Well, that's kind of the funny part is that like, <laughs> uh, th- still somehow like my, I. I Oh man, I don't want to get into the whole thing, but I grew up a Christian and whatever, like it's kind of been that whole part of my life has been this thing that I've been healing from for the last five years in lots of different ways. And still somehow it managed to mess up my honeymoon. (laughs) Like we went to go see the space shuttle and we couldn't because there was this crazy event going on called Azusa now. And what's really weird about this is the Friday, the Friday before the Friday we got married, we were mm-hmm. sitting in the hotel before we flew out, before I knew where we were going. And I said, all of my old Christian friends are down <laughs> at this thing in California. It's like the Mecca for the um, kind of wackadoo stream of Christianity that I was a part like, of. You should say, like talking in tongues and Yeah, like speaking in tongues. Like, like I was part of a kind of a very specific uh, Pentecostal group of Christians that believed in miracles and signs and wonders and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And this event was like for many of those people. I mean, people were coming from all over the world to come to this thing called Azusa Now. I just pulled up the website is put on by an organization called um the the call. So, yeah, we need a true uh in our deeply divided world, perhaps the greatest miracle is love. Sadly, by 1916, the original Azusa Street revival had officially ended. So there was a Sadly. big there was a big revival <laughs> in town in 1916 uh, of the um, as called the Azusa Street Revival, and so a hundred years later they were having this event to kind of commemorate that thing. We need a true jubilee of love and mercy to sweep our land. A dark question looms over our children's future: riots or revival? The only answer is to be found in Christ. Prayer, love, and unity remain the Acts 2 template for breakthrough. On April 9th, 2016, join a great multi-ethnic, multi-denominational, multi-generational assembly as we strike a match for awakening in our day. It's not just Azusa then, it's Azusa now. Well, do you know what I needed that day? <laughs> to be able to turn left to go <laughs> Seriously, parking. Seriously, <laughs> we couldn't find parking anywhere. So this event was happening at the Coliseum, the like now the home sports of the Rams. <laughs> yeah, home of the Los Angeles Rams. Which I is guess. like the jankiest stadium I've ever seen in my it life. It looks like a a little bit like a high school stadium on steroids. Yeah, <laughs> like it looks pretty like terrible. they built it and this could be the case. It had the Olympic ring, so I think that they built it for some Olympic games and then just forgot about it. So, 
Yeah. It's terrible. So we couldn't, we couldn't, we ended up not going that day, but it sadly, <laughs> as we found out later that night on Instagram, you know, who else was looking at the shuttle Endeavor that day? Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> yeah. So the Christians messed with you being able to see Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. yeah. I could have maybe gotten a black eye or something. <laughs> if I would have. But anyway. So then later. But we went the next day. We went the next day to yeah. the space shuttle. But then later that night, later that night, we go, we, uh, uh, so we tried to go to the science center. We drove around in traffic for two hours, quickly realized it wasn't going to happen. Uh, got back, went to our hotel, took, took like, got, took a shower because me and you had, were running on about two hours of sleep <laughs> at that point. And then we went to go to dinner. So we met up with our friends again. We drove out to dinner, dr- drove way out to like Newport Beach mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. To Home go to this the OC, Italian the TV place show. out there. And we go get in line in front of this place. And Christy like walks right up to the person in front of <laughs> us in line and taps him on the shoulder and goes, excuse me. And he turns around and it was friend of the show, Jesse Dollimore. Yes. <laughs> From I Doubt It with Dollimore. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> Jesse and Brittany uh, joined us at dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like. Well, they planned that part because that's their favorite restaurant. Yeah. They told us to meet there or whatever. Yeah. You know what's funny is like we were driving to that restaurant and I was like, I think this is where Jesse and Brittany live. Like, I think this is the part of town where they live because they've talked about it a little mm-hmm. bit on their show, I think, or kind of the general area. And uh, yeah, it was so great. Like, I didn't know what to do with myself. It was so like, it was just such a trip. <laughs> I think it was a combination of me only having like two hours of sleep and just, you know, it being kind of. I just got married the day before. I was excited. I was on a little mm-hmm. vacation. Feels oh, yeah. Like... We should say at each one of these, you cried. I did. Yeah. I cried <laughs> in the morning. Cried when I met Jesse. <laughs> cried when we didn't go to the shuttle the first time. <laughs> I just, I just, there was just yeah. a lot of, a lot of I tears I didn't know that general. married, being married was going to turn you into a big baby. <laughs> I've always, like days of I've, crying. Al- I've always been like yeah. that. <laughs> But uh, but it was. We fun. got to see Dollamore's recording studio. We did. Yes, we went to there the was Chateau. A de lot of Dolomar. pictures of Reagan that made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I thought like... my taxes and my reproductive rights were going to be taken away. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, there was like, I mean, there was a lot of pictures. The full size cardboard cutout I thought was a bit much. <laughs> Where you I don't could know put what your the, head in I don't Nancy's know what the face. eye holes were <laughs> for. Like, is there somebody standing behind there? Does he put that on like in the evenings? Like, I don't, I don't know. He at one point. <laughs> Put on silently, uh, like a compilation <laughs> of Reagan news reel. Somebody turned on, turned on like CNN or something, and it just happened to be a. Reagan oh, thing. I think that's something he so, has. There's just. A, I think he has a DVD. When you turn on the when you turn on the TV at at Dolomore's house, it's just it's just all all Reagan all the time. Yeah. it's the only channel that yep. they get now. So, uh, but it was a pleasure. It was it was a blast to meet them, and. Um, the next day oh, do you want to tell the story of what happened at the restaurant because that's one of my favorite things that happened <laughs> well we yeah so <laughs> neither jesse or myself are um quiet talkers yes <laughs> which is to say we're both loud Very talkers loud. Very and, loud. We, and you're both ex-christians right we're both um we're from like a similar yes upbringing. stream of christianity too yeah. i would say and um so we were just talking about that, and we were talking about uh, different 
organizations within Christianity and within that kind of stream of Christianity. And there's one called YWAM and I was explaining what the program is and he, Jesse was, Oh yeah. That, uh, so just <laughs> tremendous brainwashing. And so uh, as he's talking, I kind of see out of the corner of my eye that there's like a couple sitting at the table, like just a little bit out of my periphery on the kind of on the right side. And I see them like kind of, I just sense that they're like laughing and I can kind of hear them like, looking over at us like maybe they're trying to be part of the conversation or something and so right as i say why wham and then he goes oh yeah tremendous brainwashing or something like yeah. that something about brainwashing right after he says that they go oh we're we're we both just got back from our from our why wham thing like as part of why wham you go to like a three-month class and then you go to like another two months out in the missions field or something mm-hmm. like that and apparently they both just got back and were <laughs> celebrating their thing. Jesse immediately just goes, ah, just ignore that. Ignore that <laughs> comment I just made about brainwashing. <laughs> well, because our other friends from earlier in the day had never heard of it. So yeah. you guys were kind of explaining. It isn't normal for us to just talk about Christian groups and bash yeah. them. Like they were <laughs> asking questions about yeah. what it was and what they do and stuff like that. But... <laughs> But it I was fun. That. I mean, and so our and our other friends came, the friends that we had breakfast with, mm-hmm. they also came. So it was just like me and Brittany and Jesse and you and my these other two friends of mine. <laughs> and it was just like I mean, these are people that I talk to all the time on Twitter and on Facebook chat mm-hmm. and on text and whatever. And all of a sudden I was sitting in California around a dinner table with them. It was just like it was it was such a trip. But it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And and it was like and then the next day we did make it out to the science center. We did get to go see the shuttle. More tears. <laughs> More <laughs> tears. Everything was making me cry when we were there. I saw the shuttle and I started crying. <laughs> there was like a little kid there that had like a beret on and like a sketchbook and <laughs> she was drawing pictures of all the different vehicles inside the <laughs> room where the shuttles are and I looked at her and I was like, "Oh, it's the future of our country." <laughs> She's an artist and she loves space. Or she's, she's like drawing it so crying. she knows how to destroy it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was great. It was fun. And I would say that those two days were very like, these are things that Jeremy loves to do. <laughs> Jeremy loves to see people. Jeremy loves to go out and about and like check things out, try new things, like go to the see space stuff, visit friends. Not stuff that Christy necessarily loves. <laughs> I mean, not that you didn't love it, yeah. not that you didn't have fun, but that's not necessarily how you like recharge and un- unplug. Right. So the next two days <laughs> we got in the car, we got a rental car and we drove out to Palm Springs, mm-hmm. which is the Yakima of California. <laughs> right? right. I guess that's what the sign says if you work that's it in reverse. <laughs> that's a joke <laughs> that uh, like four people will get. Yeah. There's a small town in Washington called Yakima yeah. and they call themselves the Palm Springs of Washington. <laughs> so... Um, so it, Palm Springs is like out in the desert. It's mm-hmm. like a two-hour drive from Los Angeles. Okay. There is all of the tourist sites that I looked up boasted 350 days of sunshine a year. Mm-hmm. We got there on one of the and 15 it's in days drought season when too. it was raining. Yes, <laughs> which is which I would. I mean, that's good. Yeah. It's good that they it's need raining. It. They, they need needed it. the water. They need to grow those almonds or whatever <laughs> they do out there. Um, but uh, but it was fun. I'd never been out there before. You'd been there a bit. Yeah, you used to have to go to work. Go for work. The town is a lot of old retired people, mm-hmm. old rich and retired people, gay people. Yes, right. 
And they don't really mix. Yeah. Unless they're gay old people. Gay old people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and when we, we happened there, to get it there. It was like the four day white party. Right. We happened to get there during something called the white party, which is a, a very large event for gay. Mm-hmm. And the week, for gay. Yeah. For, for gay people. Um, and the week, bef- a week or two before is called the Dinosaur Weekend. Yeah. Which is a weekend for lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, there's nothing. We were there the week before Coachella. Yeah. So then there's nothing <laughs> on the week we were there. And then the week after is Coachella. So it was like the, the, the quiet before the storm yeah, that's when we the were there. But at the hotel said. That hotel that we stayed at. I mean, we stayed there because you got some kind of discounted perks mm-hmm. for your work. And right? I've been there before. And I knew that you would think it was weird. <laughs> I and, loved it. It yeah. was called the Ace Hotel. The Ace Hotel. And it's like, it's there. It, there's more than one, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, but there's, yeah. we went to the one in Palm Springs. It's super kitschy and mm. kind of old. Not old, but it's very hipstery. Yeah, like it's there's very a hipstery. record player with records in our room. <laughs> we walked in and there was a record player on the nightstand. And, and there was like a walking stick mounted on the wall mm-hmm. that we could take with us. Yeah. There was the the mini bar was stocked with like cans of wine and like weird like hipster crap. Oh, a vibrator! Remember they had the <laughs> yeah. sex pack. With the vibrator. Yeah, there was some like sex items in the mini bar. Well, and like the everything was so expensive. I know that's normal, but it felt like it was excessively more expensive. <laughs> yeah. Like there was a bottle of water for twelve dollars, and so when I saw people at the pool carrying that water, because it's not one that I've ever seen in the store. Yeah. I would just go, oh, look at the rich people over there. <laughs> it was, um, it was fun though. I'm the, our room had this outdoor patio with kind of our own little private outdoor fireplace. I mean, it yeah. was great. And so we just spent a couple of days hanging out by the pool, getting our sunburn on, <laughs> did a little geocaching. Yeah, thought to, I was going to die in the, to the middle of the went to the middle of the desert <laughs> to see to find like an. Uh, overturned car with a little hidden geocache inside of it we went to a um got date milkshakes we got date shakes and then we went to a uh like a roadside attraction from peewee herman oh there was like jeremy jeremy (laughs) we were driving by and i said oh my god that's from peewee's big adventure (laughs) and anyone who's seen it all the cool kids will know yeah it's the dinosaur. It's a from... giant dinosaur yeah. that you can go inside of. That is now part of a creation museum. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's in a pl- It's in a town called Cabazon, California. I guess. I think that's the only thing that's there. And that it, and the it, gas it really is. Yeah, there's a gas station and like an abandoned Denny's, and then and some <laughs> geocaches, which and we this went to. Really super weird. And then this really sketchy concrete dinosaur. That you can go inside. Well, and it costs us $20, right? We had to pay $10 each to go into this park. It was like the most depressing. (laughs) I mean, it was was what you would think of as a dilapidated, like... Creation museum. A (laughs) dilapidated roadside attraction in the middle of the U.S., although this was in the desert in California. Um, There was dinosaurs everywhere, and there was some really questionable... There was a display in one part where there was a knight fighting a dinosaur. Yeah, that's a creation part. There were some comments about the cavemen fossil record with, not matching. Yeah, cavemen with the, the dinosaurs riding on them. There was all sorts of animals. in. So then they had it like a zoo, mm-hmm. like Jurassic Park, but for <laughs> plastic things. Mm-hmm. So they had all these dinosaurs and they would tell you about the dinosaur, yeah. but it would be next to a lion. Yeah. And I would also add that these weren't like life-size. Some of them were life-size or close to life-size, mm-hmm. but a lot of them were just like, Many I mean, figures. it's like if you're, 
at a thrift shop and you found like a dinosaur sculpture. Yeah. You would just put it in there. That some dude just made. (laughs) They just bought it and Mm -hmm. then put it out in their little dinosaur museum as if it's. As if it's what an actual dinosaur looked like, mm-hmm. but it's just made by some dude in his garage or whatever. Yeah. And then the, it really culminated in a giant, I think, a, like a 40 or 50 foot tall T-Rex yeah. that we got to go inside. Um, and it was really weird. Was very questionable. It was scary. Uh, there was It didn't in, feel structurally sound, mm-hmm. I would say. And it, <laughs> the steps were really kind of steep and weird yeah. and narrow. And then... There was weird garbage. Did I show you that? Like <laughs> old air fresheners thrown in the corners. Yeah. It was so weird. I could see how it would get a little and musty. And I refused to go in the head because it did not seem. Didn't feel safe. But Jeremy did. I did. I did and some you said pictures. you could see daylight. Yeah, there was a crack in the bottom. I did take a picture of it where you could <laughs> see daylight through the, the floor of this concrete thing that you're standing on that's like 40 feet in the air above <laughs> a parking Gosh. lot. So it was fun. Crazy. Though. Yeah. But you still have never seen Pew's Big Venture. No. I, if I would have known that before we got married. That. Maybe we wouldn't, wouldn't have gotten married. <laughs> oh, wow. It's intense. Um, oh, but the hipsters. You, did you talk about that? The, the hipsters at the pool. I mean, there was <laughs> the one Ace, lady whose skin never looks like it had seen sun before. Covered in stupid tattoos like pizza or cupcakes or whiskey bottles. It's very judgmental of you. Well, that's what she had, and those are stupid tattoos. Um, and she was wearing her bathing suit at the pool, like you do, and then platform high heel shoes. There was a lot of heels at the pool. Yeah, a lot of people wearing <laughs> heels at the pool, and lots of like people smoking in the I pool. I don't know what to in say. the pool. I don't know what to say other than like big floppy L.A. hats. Oh. Like if you think of people, didn't uh, I, hipsters didn't in I L.A. Go off wearing on it? big floppy hats? Didn't I go off on that? Wasn't that one of the things that I hated, a drone show? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Those big floppy hats. Mm-hmm. This was like the culmination Basically, of that. Basically, Google Actually, Coachella and everything yeah. people are wearing is what they were wearing. Yeah. I mean, really, if you just take your drone strikes, like <laughs> man buns, mm-hmm. big floppy hats, yep. you know. They were there was a lot of, of there was a lot of that going on. And yeah, smoking in the pool. I mean, it got to a point where I was excited to be there, so I don't want to come off like I'm complaining. Um, but it got to a point where I just really wanted to see somebody that was like another like chubby dad dude, <laughs> like a, a like, normie. What a, oh yeah, I said normie. <laughs> I was like, I just really need to see another normal person here because everybody that was there, I was just like, I'm not. I don't belong here. I don't. <laughs> I don't belong here. I'm not. Not cool enough. I don't have the right tattoos. I don't have. I don't know. I don't know if I needed more piercings or piercings in different places or <laughs> yeah. Well, and then we then yeah, not a lot of not the, a lot of fat people there either. Oh, it's it's a it's basically LA. Yeah. Adjacent. <laughs> so um fat another... people I don't think can survive when it's that hot in the <laughs> I desert. It's not. Um and then there was the thing where our hotel didn't have power <laughs> for 24 hours. We did run out of power, yeah. And yeah. not run out. Well, like it doesn't sorry. just like that's the power, it. The power went out, and yeah. they had a generator, but every couple hours it just went out. Yeah, and the Wi-Fi wasn't working, and like the yeah. whole thing, and and the power would go out, and then the restaurant would be like, "Oh, sorry, we don't have food. <laughs> we can't, you know, answer the phone." Or like you don't realize how much stuff. I mean, yeah. do you know how many like thousands of dollars just in those mini bars were yeah. ruined well but we got we got a nice discount to, yeah because of the pool the situation with the yeah. uh with the electricity so that was cool but it was fun 
It was fun. And now now we're married. Yeah. How are you feeling about it? About our trip or being married? Being married. It's okay. Checked in. Feels, with <laughs> feels the same. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Yeah. There you go, guys. It's a uh, re- ringing endorsement for marriage. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's okay. Put that on a billboard. <laughs> it's okay. Christy Wise, 2016. <laughs> um, all right, Christy. Let's yes. let's let's do this. Let's do this. The follow-up files. So, did you listen to the show that um, Mr. Henson, Mr. Jeremy Henson of the Eureka Podcast, Ding, did? Uh, the Nerd Out Loud episode. Um, I did not. <laughs> you did not. We talked about email debt forgiveness day. You're familiar with that because we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Where you get to. You one day a year, and it's, I believe it's already passed. Mm. Actually, now I can't remember. Um, one day a year, you get to go through and look. Uh, you get to respond to an email in your inbox, no matter how old it is, with okay. no explanation as to how why it took that long. You just include a little link to that explainer. Okay. Uh, of of email debt forgiveness day. So we talked about that. We talked about our the oldest email in our inbox. Okay. And why we hadn't replied to it. And mm-hmm. we talked about email woes. And I was just curious. Did you tell your story about Evite? I did. Okay. <laughs> yes. My, That's uh, classic. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't drink an Evite, people. I don't think that I was. Uh, I don't think that there was. Okay. <laughs> Christy feels that I was drinking. I feel like I was not drinking. But that's okay. All right. So, Christy, what's, um? do you know? Do you know what the oldest email in your inbox is? Yeah, I would say it's probably my work email and it was um in in January I um did a work event at a great company called Fair Start if you're in Seattle, have an event there and or go to lunch or dinner. It's great. And I sent a thank you card to the event planner at the place mm-hmm. cuz my um goal for 2016 was to send more thank you notes and so i sent her a thank you note and she emailed back and said i know you're not supposed to send thank yous for thank yous but i just wanted to thank you for the great card and here's a link to my etsy store that we had talked about because i had asked her to send me Ooh, okay and i never responded oh and how old was this probably february oh that's the oldest email in your inbox? I think so. That I feel that I owe a response to. No. I mean, I could look. I mean, do you keep e- emails in your inbox that you don't feel like you should respond to? Oh, no. I like a clean box. Me too. We all do. Um, <laughs> April 30th. So we do still have time. You've, at the time of this recording, we have a week. And by the time it comes out, it'll be just under a week that people will have to. Um, and, and so I'll link to the kind of explainer for email debt forgiveness day. But I'm just I'm all in on this idea. Um, I uh, I think it's great. So I'm going to use it in all of my work emails. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think you should Sorry. do that. Sorry about that. Sorry, I forgot to get back to you. Um, I'm just checking my personal email. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think it's a good idea. It's, did you have, I was trying to think, do you have any email mishaps that you wanted to share? I know one time you accidentally invited all of your email friends yes, to, to I, like oh, you on LinkedIn. No, <laughs> yes. I would say that that's probably it. 
Um, oh gosh. Um, so it was when I was looking for a job, I had been on a lot of interviews or done email correspondence with people. And I like, basically when you're job hunting, you have to have a LinkedIn page and you have to keep it current. It's the wave of the future. And when you go into LinkedIn, it has all these tricky ways of these are people you might know or look for people that you know. And at some point I got an email and it made it seem like someone was like looking at my profile or writing to me or something. And I clicked it and it basically just invited everyone that was on my Gmail contact list. And if you know anything about Gmail is every time you send or receive an email, it puts that contact into your contacts. So I had virtually invited all the people who had rejected me for jobs to mm-hmm. be my friend on LinkedIn mm-hmm. or that hadn't gotten back to me or whatever. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> and then there was a civil, uh, what is it called? A class action lawsuit against LinkedIn for oh. a similar thing. So did and you I, get, I added on to it. Yes. I haven't gotten you money haven't yet. Gotten your, like, I did get my 37. I did get my Netflix money, which was about $42. <laughs> I don't nice. know why I just always sign up for every class action thing. Yeah. You're part of the problem. No. <laughs> uh, well, email, email debt forgiveness. Um, the other piece of follow-up that I wanted to do was I was wondering if you wanted to uh, explain how your political political career is going. Okay. We had another round of caucuses here in Washington. Did. So as we shared I rocked on, out on a with previous my out. caucus out. out. On a oh, previous sorry. episode, we had shared that you went to the first round of caucuses um, and signed up to be a delegate is that the right terminology yes. signed up to be a delegate to go to the second round of caucuses yes, which is the legislative districts which is the most recent one that you went to mm-hmm. and it was a disaster like across not for you personally but across washington state the democratic caucuses this most recent round were just a disaster like there was it just i think part of the issue is when you have an event that's only run every 4 to 8 years mm-hmm. and it's staffed entirely by volunteers yep. Um, I think that you, it just turns into a disaster. And also what the, another bad thing is the only way that they can gather this information is from the last time this happened. So, um, like our neighborhood had four delegates because that's going on 2000, what was it? 2008 information. Mm -hmm. So in that, in 2008, the amount of people, whatever the math problem is, to make us have four delegates yeah. voted or showed up or something. And like I have a friend that lives in West Seattle, a very politically active and pretty large neighborhood mm-hmm. in her district. And they had two. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I don't even know how this works. And they don't really talk about it. Or I don't think they're trying to keep it a secret. I just think that they just don't tell people. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought our caucus was a little bit um, mishandled at first. Um, the There was a woman who was kind of running it. She had a wireless microphone and she was screaming into it. I don't mm-hmm. think she knows how microphones work <laughs> because she could either have it and talk normal <laughs> like this in this tone of voice or she could scream. Yeah. Um, and she was very condescending and rude one time like 
wagging her finger in someone's face um, when he tried to put a motion mm-hmm. up. Um, they had 10 days before this, the um, Democratic Party had changed the rules a little bit and how it was read to us. It was very different than what the rules actually were. Yeah, it it was basically read to us that um, when they're deciding a delegate, if so if I hadn't been there, they would have had to seat an alternative. So we had four, um, we had four Bernies, no Hillary, and then we had three alternates to fill in those spaces. Mm-hmm. So the alternates were sitting on the back part of the gym, and they would call like, okay, this precinct needs another one. And what had been decided 10 days before is that you could cross precincts. So if none of the alternates from my precinct had showed up, they could take it from a different one. And they would give preference to a woman. They would replace a woman with a woman. And so when we walked in, they separated us by gender, which I thought was very... Super weird. It was very weird. It felt kind of creepy. I understand that they want to have... Yeah. A, fair representation yeah. and and they even said like so when it all came down to it they said okay eight bernie men eight bernie women and then the highest vote for the last one i mean it felt weird i mean i was definitely in front of um i mean i was behind a um transgender woman and i was mm-hmm. like this seems a little weird yeah and she goes yeah i don't i don't know why they're doing this <laughs> and um i just i don't know it I mean, I get it. And they skipped a huge part of the thing, too, at your event, right? Yeah. So then, but what what that man read was that they were going to give preference to um, women, people with disabilities. Underrepresented. Underrepresented things. Groups. And that they would take it cross political parties. So, so then if there's a white male Bernie and he's not there, they would take a black woman from a Hillary to put her in. Of course, there weren't any black women Hillary people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were all white over there. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, So then we raised a motion like, why did this happen? When was this decided? And um, everyone running, the whole thing, all had Hillary shirts on. And they just started talking at this guy because he was he knew what he was talking about. He's probably in his mid-30s, but he's wearing a Mario shirt. Mm-hmm. And like a Minecraft hat and he is questioning their authority mm-hmm. and he's like definitely go Bernie type guy and they're like condescending at him and like wagging their finger in his face and yelling at him and telling him he's out of order. But that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't caucus. So part of it is I mean, no one would have changed their mind. But part of this whole thing is they say, Okay, we want a Hillary speaker and we want a Bernie speaker. And then they get up and say why. They usually get about five minutes. They get to say why they're voting for who. And then mm-hmm. at that point, does anyone on the Hillary side or Sanders side want to switch places? Or And then the votes all change and they do a preliminary vote. They're supposed to vote three times. We didn't do that part. And instead, we went right to the speeches. Mm-hmm. So I finally left because I wasn't going to run. The whole thing had gotten me so... like worked up and (laughs) (laughs) i finally left at five i'd been there since 11 30 yeah i left at five and our speeches were well underway and so i thought this was terrible but i was messaging with um people that were at different 
different ones and they hadn't even started the speeches. Yeah. Um, our friend Courtney ended up walking out at five thirty, I think, because it's just of the show. Yeah. She hadn't even they hadn't even gotten to the part where they had broken up into these subcommittees. Like the whole thing. <laughs> the West Seattle people were there till one thirty in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, and, there and there's was... a lot of like voter kind of not okay things that are happening and yeah. still coming out and um yeah there was some questionable um i mean I, I remember the day after there was quite a few somebody shared an article with us that like th- that was kind of a commonality across washington state there was a number of issues with the caucus process yeah. and i i mean i feel like the overwhelming sense of things that i've gotten from people is just that the whole process like we just need to switch to a primary a primary and not just get rid of yeah. the whole caucus thing in general because it it feels insane. I mean, there's three, four rounds mm-hmm. that they do. Washington is weird. They if do, it just did it is in it one three day, or four. Um, let's see. I think it's either three four. or four. Four rounds of caucusing oh. that they do each time. Like twenty five percent of the delegates get assigned or or are yeah. are locked in, but well, other like people can change. We were saying there is that it's very. Um. Uh, it it's not very inclusive. So what this supposes is that you have time off. You can get to these locations. I mean, because it gets further and further. So it's like yeah. Tacoma, then Olympia, and stuff like that. And it's that you can afford or have the ability to spend all day there. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, if you have families, if you yeah. have kids, if you're a single parent, and, if you uh, have to work on the weekends, like, right. and these are all p- people that are traditionally underrepresented as it is. Exactly. So it kind so, of, and, um, anybody that is like socially has social right. issues or like is, I was having a full on panic attack, building up to all of this stuff and then getting in front of people and talking. And then the, the next thing is this next level, which is the County caucuses. So like snow mission King County, they all meet, it gets bigger crowds and they, it's not expected. You're not supposed to do it, but to get voted to go to the state level, you have to spend money because you have to actually go out and campaign for yourself. Mm. They recommend you handing out flyers with your picture on it. Um, so your name is spelled right. I mean like this whole thing. So that also is, you know, cost money. And yeah, yeah. It, just, it would be nice if it was just a one day caucus all done in one day. So you're not, you didn't sign up to go to the next level of caucusing, No, but you did sign up to run for PCO. PCO. I don't have to run. So if there is already no one, we looked, there's no one. And if no one else signed up, I just become it. Oh. And then in November, my name, yeah, my name gets on the ballot. Nice. And then we, your name vote. will be on a ballot. Yeah. Oh man, I'm so excited. And I want to be, I, I, I've said this more than once, but I'll say it again. I want to be the Doug Stamper <laughs> to your, okay. whatever the other guy's name You're is. You're going to kill a hooker. Kevin Spacey. Whatever. Is that his name? I don't want to be Kevin Spacey. <laughs> well. Don't you want to be. You, um, you shouldn't have gotten into the. The politics game. Oh, That's how it works, Christy. I thought Sorry. you were just going to be the wife and you're going to angry row all the time. Oh, yeah. I'll have to get a you rowing have, like, machine. I'll French... have to be much better looking. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to lose some weight. Get better hair for sure. She rocks a tracksuit. Yeah. Like no other. In a very intimidating way, my dad. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, all right. Well. Um, Christy, mm-hmm. do you want to do... You 
your drone strike, sure. your bra-related drone strike. <laughs> okay. All right, so this all started probably the end of March. One of the Christies that you know oh, we yeah. talked about before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are many Christie wises out At there. At least four use my <laughs> and they email. All address. use your email, right? Yes. <laughs> um, so one of them signed up for Victoria's Secrets marketing, whatever, mm-hmm. and it started. It might have been the beginning of March. Well, it started to annoy me. Um, the end of March and the beginning of April. And so I, April 1st, I unsubscribed. Here's another thing. They send two a day. They send one at like five in the morning Mm -hmm. and one at about four. So I unsubscribed twice on the first next day, get them unsubscribed twice on the second unsubscribed twice on the third. By the fourth, I contacted cause they also had a contact us. Mm -hmm. I contact form and said, Hey, I unsubscribed on the first and you keep spamming me. Please remove my email. Yeah. They wrote back. Sorry about that. We've removed you from the, removed you from the database. Next day, two emails. I write back and I say, I just got an email and they say, Oh, you have to wait five business days. Fine. So I wait five business days. I get another one. I just respond. I keep getting these. Please remove me. Oh, now you should wait seven to 10 days. Because all of the marketing is planned out or something. So this was unacceptable. This is an unacceptable answer to that. So I went to Twitter and said, (laughs) you know, my normal thing at Victoria's Secrets. Don't Mm. sign up. Even if I don't even remember. what. Did you just directly like at them or did you do the period at so everybody could see it? Um, Let me see. I'll actually read my exact tweet. Because I don't have to tweet that much, so it's strongly worded. Your your Twitter feed is quickly becoming just one of those people <laughs> that it's like random complaints at restaurants spaced out by yeah. two or three days. That's, I, that's all it I is. I actually said when I was out lunch with my work people the other day, I said, you should write a strongly worded tweet. And my boss loved that. <laughs> he thought it was the funniest thing. But anyways, he's like, I, I love your sayings. Okay, so I said, it... Uh, Sorry, it was me also going off on um about the Bank of America or something else. No, no, no. <laughs> You've done that too. At Victoria's Secrets, no period. Okay. So right. So not unless somebody follows Victoria's Secret and you, yeah. they're not seeing this. Okay. Um I have tried six times unsuccessfully <laughs> to remove my email from your database, mm-hmm. yet still I get two emails a day. Please fix it. And then they wrote back and said so sorry. Please DM us, and we'll we'll help you. And what's really annoying? Two, two emails a day is aggressive it's, for it's anybody. Terrible. That's just insane. You should yeah. not do that. Um, and what's really really annoying is that they end every one of their DMs with a heart. <laughs> so, um, like an emoji heart or the yeah, three emoji heart. greater than okay. okay. Um, so I just said, hey, I have an open case. Gave them the case number. Hmm. Um, I never signed up in the first place and now I'm getting to a day after unsubscribing many times. I've contacted support. Having to wait 10 business days to stop emails seems excessive. Please send us your full name and email, Heart. So I do. We've just verified to ensure that your name has been removed. Christy, we apologize for disappointment. Blah. 
Thanks so much for your help. I love when social when companies do social media. Right. Next morning. I got another one this morning <laughs> at 4 p.m. Mm. Just got another one. They're not responding. We're so sorry. We have removed you, but it takes seven to 10 days. And then I said, is that seven to day, 10 days from today or a- April 4th when I first contacted support or April 1st, 2nd or 3rd when I unsubscribed from the email? We recommend seven to 10 days from the 16th when mm-hmm. we talk to you. We have forwarded your email to the technical team. And I said... Thanks for helping, but waiting seven to 10 days to be removed from advertising seems excessive and potentially in violation of FCC laws. My first request was 4-1. So I ta- I had, <laughs> whenever I would get one, I would kind of, ah, and um, I'm like, it's just stupid. Just delete the email. But I wanted to take this on. And um, it does seem really, I mean, it's impressive that you were this diligent about it because you could just like <laughs> set up a filter thing yeah i didn't want to the seven to ten days is definitely breaking fcc law the the unsubscribe is supposed to automatically do it Mm -hmm. so then i talked to the lady who actually handles the twitter feed for our work Mm -hmm. and also customer emails and she said oh yeah that's definitely breaking the law she sent me the the law Mm -hmm. and showed me how how it um goes and how how to phrase it there's laws pertaining to email Mm -hmm. subscription yeah for marketing so I also emailed that to the support yeah. person that I was doing. And nice. lo and behold, I never Stopped got another email. email the next day. <laughs> yeah. Squeaky wheel gets the... Yeah, so that's guess. my drone strike. So you're drone striking Victoria's don't Secret. Do, <laughs> don't do media... I mean, marketing bad. Like, yeah. it's not hard to do that. And to take someone off of a <laughs> database taking seven <laughs> to ten business days is not okay. Mm-hmm. I listen to a fair amount of marketing like stuff i just like listen to a few podcasts and read lots of articles and stuff and one of the one of the best advice pieces of advice that i ever heard from one marketer to another like as they're giving advice is like why is it that all of us do the things that we hate when people do to us like you get a bunch of emails that you didn't sign up for you get a bunch of phone calls you get you know whatever like everybody hates that stuff Mm -hmm. and everybody knows that they hate it but then we turn around we being marketers turn around and do that to to other people yeah so just one a week would be fine yeah two a day two a day is a lot come on it's very aggressive it's very aggressive thanks christy wise (laughs) whoever you are yeah whichever christy wise whichever christy wise yeah i think i know which one it is drone strike victoria's secret (laughs) okay and terrible marketers all right, Christy. Well, T minus three minutes and counting. Five, four, three, two, one. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Earlier in the show, I alluded to groundbreaking space news happening as I was writing our wedding vows. Okay. So I'm sitting there writing. I'm sitting on our bed in the Nerd Out Loud studios. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the bed. I'm a little nervous, you know, before our wedding, trying to write our studios. An alarm goes off on my phone. Hey, Jeremy, there's a rocket launch in 15 minutes. You should go turn it on. Who's that from? What's that? Was that your dad? No, it's just an alarm. I, j- uh, I when you I set see your own alarm. <laughs> when and I you see put, news. Hey, Jeremy. And well, in I the... usually just talk to Siri. Like when I see uh, the thing, I'll okay. just be like, "Hey, Siri, remind me that there's a okay. thing, whatever." So it'll say, "Hey, Jeremy, there's a thing." So anyway, um. SpaceX sticks a rocket landing at sea in historic first. So this was April 8th, the day of our uh, 
betrothedness. Um, but SpaceX has been trying for 15 months. Yes. This was the fifth attempt in 15 months by SpaceX to land one of its rocket boosters on a drone ship. So what happened is we have, um, SpaceX is a private company that, uh, is offering to deliver satellites to space, to deliver cargo to the ISS. They're a contractor of NASA. They're a contractor of lots of companies. And um, they one of the things that they're trying to do, because they are trying to make um, rockets cheaper, they're trying to make it cheaper to get up into space, is they take the first stage. So that's like, you know, there's multiple stages on a rocket. So the first stage will go and then that separates and falls into the ocean or parachutes down or whatever. The second stage takes the thing way up higher to wherever it needs to go. So the first stage, one of the things that they're doing is they're taking this first stage and they're trying to make it reusable. And so they're actually, they designed this thing so it can land vertically and it just, just like when it took off, it just, these legs pop out and it lands. So they've been trying for quite a while now to land these things on a, on a barge out in the middle of the ocean and they've uh, been unsuccessful. They've hit the barge (laughs) at least once. If I remember right, they hit the barge. They did a couple soft landings on water just to kind of test things out. Um, They hit the barge, but it fell over and blew up. And um, this most recent one, so on the Friday of our of our wedding, they mm-hmm. they stuck the landing, and this is I mean this is a huge deal. It's gonna. What make, time was this? It's like in late afternoon. So you're so what you're saying is you waited till the very last minute to write write your vows. No, I'd been thinking about it for a really long time. <laughs> I'd been kind of mulling it over in my head, planning <laughs> it out. So I had it sketched out, I would say. Okay. I was just actually sitting down to write them out, physically write them out so I could have them on a piece of paper. Do you still I was have gonna them try and, Yeah, they're in my phone. Okay. I was going to try and handwrite them, but quickly became apparent that it was going to be too long and I didn't want to have like 15 pages. Yeah. It was already weird for me to have the one page. So anyway, um, what I wanted to do, because it, this was just a really magical moment, uh, SpaceX, I watched the launch. I did not know they were going to live stream the landing. They have not live streamed any of the previous landings on, mm-hmm. on the barge. And so I did not know that they were going to be doing this. And um, randomly while they're live streaming, they're like, okay, now we're going to cut back to a shot of a live shot of the barge. And you just watch this rocket come down and land on the thing and I'm getting chills right now when I'm talking about it. So I'm going to play the tape because it's really fun to listen to. You the cheers that you hear in the background are mm-hmm. all of the people in SpaceX mission control. Just like they're already thrilled that they put this satellite up and or that they put this thing up in space. Uh, it was a resupply mission to the ISS. Is this the SpaceX that is in Los Angeles? Yeah. So we drove by the building the next day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so uh, I'm just going to play that tape okay. because it's uh, it's pretty cool. And if you want to know more, I'll put a link in the show notes. So you're seeing live footage of, of course, I still love you, our drone ship, waiting for the... There's the engine. Slow it down. Lights up deployed. thing that i will mention as well uh on on board the the dragon capsule which was on top of the spacex rocket that they landed uh on 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 the ship um 
on board that was a, a resupply mission they were sending to the ISS. And one of the things that was on it was uh, a new technology that they're testing out for the International Space Station um, made by a company called Bigelow Aerospace. And it's a capsule called the Beam mm-hmm. module or Beam capsule, I think. And it's actually like an inflatable room for the International Space Station. So what they're testing out is like right now, the space station is made of these capsules that they took up in rockets and on space shuttles. And they assembled it all in space. And it's incredibly expensive. It's $10,000 a pound to put something into space. So what they're testing is if they can put in, if they can have spacecraft be inflatable then it, it tremendous it makes everything incre- incredibly cheaper incredibly Do they have, like, cheaper air pump up much there? cheaper yeah they fill it with they have a little hand okay. pump you know really they plug it into the cigarette lighter on the space station well, uh, no i'm being serious yeah okay i mean yeah they have they use an air compressor or something mm. i'm sure um cuz you're not there to blow it up right you always blow up I everything do. i have uh, good lung capacity mm. but they um so it's this is insane. Like, so not only will it make everything cheaper because they won't have to bring up the, these massive structures, they can bring up a small compact structure and then inflate it to, to be much bigger. But so they'll have much bigger, much bigger uh, habitat for much less weight and much less volume getting it up into space, which is amazing. Awesome. So this thing's going to be up there. It's going to be attached to the space station for a two year experiment four times a year an astronaut's going to go in there they're going to test its durability from space debris to make sure that it doesn't get a bunch of holes punched in it they're going to test out how well it sh- would shield people from radiation but uh i mean this this is pretty crazy and it could be the the future of uh humans inhabiting space so that's crazy yeah it's it seems terrifying to me but, but. yeah well when we were at that space thing, the guy that he had actually was a former NASA worker. He said that anyone under 12 that was in the room will yeah. spend 30% of their life in space. Yep. Were you really jealous that you're not 12? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. So, anyway. Did you cry a little bit? Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. So um, that's space news, guys. We can, uh, as always, I'll put notes and everything in the show notes, uh, links to all the stuff that we talked about in the show notes, and we'll you know tweet about it and mm-hmm. put it on Facebook and all that fun stuff so you can find out more if you want. But uh, I thought that you would enjoy both of those things because both the inflatable room on the space station and the reusable rockets are going to make space travel that much cheaper, which seems to be a very important thing to you. <laughs> That yes. it's uh, uh, affordable. Very much. So, um, anyway. All right, Christina. I guess let's just wrap this thing up. Get get on our way. Our first marriage cast. <laughs> our first cast as a married podcast as a married couple is about to be in the can. Yeah. How are you feeling about that? I think it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, uh. I care for you deeply. <laughs> Why are you saying you're, that? You're great. Um, so, as always, you guys, everything that we talked about in the show, including the weird pictures and Christy's vows, okay, you can find them at our website, nerdoutloudpod.com. It's the only thing you have to remember. 
Of course, we would love it if you would follow us on Facebook and on Twitter and say hi, interact with us on there. Like, say, hey, Nerd Out Loud, you guys are terrible or nice Don't or say, say, say something nice. I mean, Don't say we're terrible because I'll sign you up for Victoria's Secrets <laughs> marketing. <laughs> it's apparently very difficult <laughs> to stop. So, you guys, um, you got another few days to do, to do the email debt forgiveness thing. <laughs> Get on it. And uh, thank you for listening to us talk about wedding stuff. Oh, and if you've had a if you've had an email mishap, oh yeah, please tell us. Yeah, I really want to hear about people's email. Oops. Well, remember, I should have said it earlier, but when my company had the reply all yes apocalypse, yes, <laughs> yeah, Christy, uh, the parent company that owns yeah. Christie's company, was involved in a massive reply all situation that, that actually made it lasted to for like a month. And... No, 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 just one full day. Oh, but it I was apologize. a lot of emails. <laughs> Lots of people like hitting a reply. And all gifts yeah. involved yeah. and yeah, Jeffs, Jeffs. No, no. <laughs> reply all calls it gifts, and so now it's sealed. <laughs> the podcast reply all. Right, right. Okay, all right, guys. Nerdoutloudpod.com. Tell a friend. Find us on iTunes. All that fun stuff. We love you. Thank you for listening. Christina, do you have any last words? Never wait for cake. And what other people think of you is none of your business. Let your nerd flag fly! fly.